Hey, so so much of what we talk about in this is very visual, especially this episode. We're going to be talking about some swimsuits, some hunks, some babes. So if you want to get a look at what we're talking about, feel free to check us out on Instagram. I'll be posting pictures of everybody and everything we discuss. We are at Look Good for the Boys is our username on Instagram. Yeah. Cool. Because we are officially at the Look Good for the Boys Summer Beach House. Summer Beach House! Summer Beach House! Welcome to the Summer Beach House. And Happy welcome, Pride, Summer Beach House! Welcome to Look Good for the Boys Summer Beach House. Yep. We got Bill Bellamy and Kennedy <laughs> and Daisy Fuentes, <laughs> Dan Cortez. Yeah, we're at the beach, man. It's great. We're, we're having a good time. It's it's hot outside. But we have a whole house. Nobody's got any sleeves on their shirts. We got a pool with a swim-up bar that serves nachos. I'm wearing ankle socks. There's volleyball out front. There's windsurfing competitions. We got regattas going There's on. There's a lot of different musical acts playing wildly different music. Yep. There's a whole party. People are making blood oaths on the beach, burying pocket knives in the sand. There's bodies everywhere. People are grilling. A few people might be going missing, and it's fine. Yeah. It's, it's not anything to worry yeah, about. We don't need to cancel any of not this. not cancel anything. It's just no. a propeller or a floating chainsaw. <laughs> There's a floating chainsaw, or, and it's or people, fine. people fishing with grenades. That's all these yeah, disappearances are. Yeah, that's all this are. is. It's not anything to worry it's about. Not, There's, it's not an okay, animal. I'm making a strong statement right now to all of us at the Look Good for the Boys of Summer Beach House. There is nothing in the water. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Go swimming. Get in the water. Go windsurfing. It's fine. Security measures have been taken. It's fine. We Enjoy have... your beach. <laughs> we have it completely roped off all the way on the outside with state-of-the-art netting. Look, Philip has invested a lot of money in this community. It was $30,000 on the netting. I'm running for the governorship. We can't be bothered with this stuff. No, we no. got things going on. Yeah. We got bigger fish to fry. We and by sure. bigger fish, of course, I don't mean sharks. No, definitely not sharks. There no, are no sharks at the beach. I promise you. I'm gonna you go can ahead. go in the water safely. I'm going to go ahead and say something that, like, you know, I, I haven't seen the latest science. Maybe there's no such thing as sharks. Maybe they don't yeah. exist. I feel like the media made them up. Prove to me that there's a shark. Gosh, name one shark. <laughs> You can't. No, introduce me to one shark. Yeah. I'll yeah. take you one further. I, I want to see it. Yeah. I you show see me it. that shark and I'll believe that sharks exist. I want to I want to meet it for drinks. I want to see if the connection happens. <laughs> Let's I want you keep talking about this shark friend of yours like I'm supposed to be interested. Well, you know, make something happen here, mm -hmm. you know? I'm ready to mingle with sharks. <laughs> oh, what? You but, you can't introduce me to your shark friend yeah, for some drinks? Yeah. I don't think they exist. I think you're lying. I think you're making up this shark. You've never seen a shark in your fucking life. 
you are just causing hysteria for no reason because you want to shut down the summer beach house because you hate what we're you're here jealous. all about. You're jealous of us. You're jealous of our beach house. You're jealous of Philip's investment in the community. Yep. You're jealous of my running for the governorship. Yep. You're trying to take us down with this shark rumor. Yeah. Well, I got news well, for you. I got news for you. You can't stop us. Nope. No, sh- no fake shark is going to make us back down yeah. from this we're beach house. not going to back down now. I've never quit in my whole life. That's definitely not true. Yeah, I've quit yeah. on a lot of things. Uh, we've like nonstop. We, I've quit on everything. I don't think I've ever finished anything in my life. I mean, we finish episodes of this podcast. I'm going to tell you right now, I wouldn't do that on my own. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I finished meaningless things. I mean, I finished during meaningless hook. Okay. <laughs> I finish every day. <laughs> Sometimes multiple times a day. Yeah, I'm doing great. And I don't need anybody's help to do it. Oh, man. Hey. What? Guess what week it is at the beach house. Okay, I'm going to take some guesses. Is it is it Dynamite Fishing Week? No, that's illegal. Is it Speedboat Propeller Week? Nope. Is it Floating Chainsaw Week? Almost. We thought about that, but then we one-upped it. We did one better than okay, Floating so Chainsaws. Okay, so it's definitely not Floating Chainsaw it's, Week. It's definitely not Floating Chainsaws. Transatlantic Ocean Liner Week? No. No. It's Shark Week! Hey! hey. Happy Shark Week! Happy Shark Week! You, here's the thing. You're probably listening to this maybe thinking right now, oh, they watched all the Jaws movies. This is going to be fun. We're going to talk about Jaws. No, no, we did you're not. wrong. You are wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong about what we watched. <laughs> we did not watch a single Jaws movie. We watched zero Jaws movies. Well, <laughs> it depends what you consider a Jaws movie. <laughs> <laughs> we watched uh, at least two movies that positioned themselves as official Jaws movies yeah. at one point or another. And we watched one of those movies has actual footage from Jaws in it. Mm-hmm. But we did not watch any actual Jaws movies. No. We watch Jaws ripoff movies. <laughs> Italian Jaws ripoff movies. So the three movies we watched this week in preparation for Summer Beach House Shark Week are... 1981's Enzo Castellari's The Last Shark, L'Ultimo Squalo. 1990's Joe D'Amato's... And Raph Donato. Deep Blood. Yes. And 1995's Bruno Mattei's... <laughs> Bruno Mattei's... Slash Joe D'Amato's, slash Enzo <laughs> Castellari's, slash Raph Donato's, Cruel, Cruel Jaws. Jaws, a.k.a. Jaws 5. Yeah. So I want to put this out there right from the beginning because I feel like that way we can just bring it up regularly as this episode goes on. Mm-hmm. The thing about Cruel Jaws is it's a, it's a shark movie that doesn't use a single original shot of an actual shark and only has, I think... If I remember correctly, one underwater shot that's original. The rest, all the rest of the footage underwater, and, and especially all the rest of the shark footage, is all stolen from other films. Yes, and mostly from the other two films that yep. came before it. Cruel Jaws is essentially somebody doing a fan edit mashup cut mm-hmm. of The Last Shark and Deep, Deep Blood, Blood, yeah, and then adding a couple shots from Jaws and then a bunch of original scenes that are actually not original because almost all of these scenes are basically torn from the pages of scripts for other movies. Yeah. And then there are actual, there's like a snippet of a cue from John Williams's Star Wars score. Which is so it. weird. It's very It's so weird. strange to hear Star Wars over Jaws footage. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
And then you're like, wait, did that really happen? And then it happens again. Yeah, and so it twice. definitely happened. I, I would say a third of that movie is not actually from that movie. I think that's generous. <laughs> I think half of it. I think I literally think. I mean, Well, if you include the stuff that was shot for the movie, but was stolen, you know, like ideas and scripts yeah, that, yeah. that were stolen, like, then it's more than half. In some cases, verbatim lines, I mm-hmm. think. I mean, here's the thing, though, is that all three of these movies steal copiously from Jaws and mm-hmm. like the Jaws franchise. And if you're, you know, familiar with Italian cinema, this is not surprising. No, <laughs> no, it should not surprise you at all. It should also not surprise you at all that they marketed themselves as Jaws yeah. films. Yeah, it should not surprise you at all that Universal took legal action against at least two of these films. Right. Successfully. Yeah, successfully. Yeah. I still am surprised that Cruel Jaws, that it's able to stream. Yeah, it's surprising that you can watch it. Yeah. I mean, it's surprising it got made. The balls to do that, to just steal that much footage, and then to shoot around it, to just shoot stuff that's going to fit with the footage that you're stealing. Yeah, and in some cases, like, steal a scene, realize you need somehow to shoehorn in the character of that's original to your film. And so what you do is you just have your actor reenact the exact same stuff that the character of the other movie was doing yeah. as you're shooting it to force it into this scene so that, like, I don't know, clothes match. It's such a weird movie. So what do we, what do we got going on here? There's so much to talk about with these three movies, but let's just start on the surface. What I want to do first is I want to award the hunk and babe of the beach. And these are hunks and babes, not of each film, but of to- in yeah, total, to- in total. Yeah. Hunkiest hunk and babiest babe. Wait, For- that doesn't sound right. Babiest ba- babe. Yeah. Babiest sounds kind of weird. Yeah. Let's just say hunk of the beach and babe of the beach. Hunk and babe of the beach. So do you have yours? Do you have, I know who, you who my, nominate? okay. I know who my babe is. Oh, Oh, okay, because I don't... Oh, you want to nominate first and then we... Well, yeah, I, yeah. okay. Who's your babe? Before I say who I think my ultimate babe is, because I, I feel like we have the same one. Mm-hmm. I feel like anyone who watches these movies would have the same one. Maybe. But I want to nominate Katie and Jan. What? Or Jan, as she calls him. What? I want to nominate Jan, at least. Really? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. There's something I love about them. He's a dick. You mean the like the couple that are making out at Sunset on the Beach in... Is it Deep Blood? No, it's in Cruel Jaws. Katie and Jan are in Cruel Jaws, I believe. They're the couple that go skinny dipping. Jan's the big, blonde, like Norwegian dude. Yeah, sorry. I got the, I got the movies confused. Here's the other thing about these movies is that because they steal from each other so much and from Jaws, they're, and they have s- very similar plots, I get them so confused. Yeah, yeah they're all, they all have a lot of similar stuff going on. Deep Blood takes from Last Shark. Yeah, and then Cruel Jaws takes from both Deep Blood and Last Shark, and this and they use the scenes in different contexts yep. and different places in the in the narrative. So like the significance of one exact scene in one movie yep. is different than its significance in its exact scene in the other so movie. Confusing. It's so bizarre, but also hilarious. It's pretty funny, but it definitely fucks with your your recall. Here's my problem with going back to Jan and Katie is that, okay, they're only in one real scene and they're making out on the beach and then they're about to get it on and Katie's like, no, I want to swim first. And Jan, he says something really mean to her. I can't remember what it was. It was just like... He's super dismissive about it. Yeah, he's like, ugh, of course you need to swim first. Yeah, and he's like, I'll just be here. (laughs) She goes and dies. And dies. She gets eaten. Yeah. I don't know. I just It was the way they made out, I think. It's hot. Yeah, They are hot. But he's he is kind of a dick to her. Yeah, but then he's like, you remember the next scene? Oh my he's god, in? he's all shell shocked. He's, like he's so traumatized. He is broken. He's broken. And I kind of like the idea of a traumatized hunk. I mean, yeah. Right. Well, that feels weird, but I get it. 
Yeah. There's something yummy about uh <laughs> Okay, I empathize with it. I don't wow, all right. Yeah, no, this is mm, I got to talk to my uh, I got to You got to get a therapist. I got to get a therapist. Talk to that therapist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you consider yourself a traumatized hunk? I mean, I'm too traumatized to consider myself a hunk. So, uh, okay. There's that. I'm too hunky to consider myself traumatized. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> that's not mean, true that's at all. That's why we're friends. <laughs> You've got more hunkiness, I've got more trauma. That's probably not true. Going back, you said you know who your babe of the beach is. Who's your babe of the beach? I don't know if I want to just come out right out and say it because there are a lot of babes. There's a lot of good babes. There's a lot of good hunks. Yeah, I mean, I honestly, I would argue there's more hunks than there are babes. That's the thing about these movies. There are more hunks than babes. Yeah. Because it's Italian jealous ripoff movies, so they're not really fair to their women characters. Right. They don't get a lot to do in a lot of cases, and when they do... They're typically doing something shitty. You know, the the protagonists are all male. Like, it's always focused on these male protagonists. And so the women don't really have a lot going on. Gloria is pretty great. I like Gloria. Which from- Gloria? Oh, yeah, they're two Glorias. <laughs> Holy shit. Gloria is the wife of the Gloria- author in Last Shark, and Gloria is also the sister of the asshole in Cruel Jaws. You know what? Both Glorias are fantastic. You know what? You're right. Yeah, I love are. both Glorias. Uh, well, okay, let's just go through these then. If we're just going to throw all the babes on the table. <laughs> throw all the babes <laughs> on the th- table. Th- let's throw all the babes on the table. Okay. So we've already said... We'll just go in in chronological order. Last shark. We already said Gloria. Gloria Peter's Benton, wife, the writer. Peter's wife. We'll She's such him. a fucking trooper, man. She is just there to help as much as possible. And even though she's given the least to do, I feel like she's the one who actually does the most. She kind of does do a lot of things, and she like she's like in the background constantly doing stuff. She's yeah. constantly cleaning up after everybody else. It, yeah, it's kind of like real life. Like she's yeah. kind of like dealing with all this bullshit and just kind of quietly doing shit in the background and sort of making things happen. Yeah, right. Like her husband and uh, what's his face, uh, Ron Hammer. Ron Hammer. Ron Hammer. The played by Vic Morrow. The Quint of this movie. Yeah. They're off having their adventures, and meanwhile. Gloria is the one who is actually making it all happen. Yeah, and she's constantly having to deal with these shitty people. Yeah, left and right. I do love when she goes to the, like, she already, she gives Peter shit about not coming to the thing, right? And then, I mean, she understands when he can't, I guess, because then when she gets there and the fucking mayor's toady, what's his face? Ned? Ned Rosen. He gives her shit about it. And he's like, we don't owe you a fucking explanation. She like snaps at him. She's like, none of your goddamn business why he's not here. Shut the fuck up. Like, yeah, right? it's so, she's, I, in that moment, I am in love with Gloria. Yeah. When she great. tells him to fuck off, I, I love her. She's arguably one of the most likable characters, if not the most likable in, character. In Last Shark, in yeah, the entire absolutely. Film. Gloria. Yeah. And then the only other real babe of that movie is Jenny, Peter and Gloria's daughter. Well, I was going to say my favorite, the girl who's, I'm going to go swimming. Who's coming? And gets up and run, and she's like falling out of her bikini. And it's a great bikini. It is. Uh, shouldn't you say that for the swimsuit competition? Oh, I'm gonna, then? You know what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's mm, rewind. Forget that. You're so, right. Jenny. Named characters. I mean, Hunk and Babe of the Beach, they have to, we have to know who they are. They can't just be hot. So yeah, it's just Jenny, the Benton's daughter, and Gloria. Okay, so that's Last Shark, just the two of them, Jenny and Gloria. Mm-hmm. Deep Blood, you of course have Evie, Elizabeth. Oh, I love Evie. Yeah, she's super sweet. Yeah. She's the college girl coming home. For the summer. Yeah. I love her personality. Yeah. She's a lot of fun. I don't like that she's into Alan so much, but... Uh, there are worse guys get, that you yeah, could be I mean, into. And I get, Alan's I, fine. I, I get it. He's the hottest of them. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, you're right. He is. So th- it's a group of four, four friends, and they're all ki- they're all pretty good looking. Uh-huh. Well, except Mickey. Mickey looks weird. <laughs> oh man, he kind of does, but I love him. Yeah. I like Mickey. But Evie's great. And then you have Janice, the waitress. I love Janice. Janice. Janice is, Janice is a heavy contender for like top babe for me. I, if Janice had gotten more screen time, she could be a, cre- a cream queen. So Janice reminds me of Lana from Friday Five. She just has that same kind of energy to her. But I also just love that like her whole big scene is telling this guy, "You leave your fucking wife from me, or we're done." Mm-hmm. And then she's like, "I'm gonna go for a swim." <laughs> She's having this like big breaking it off with the married guy she's seeing fight. And then it's just like, I'm going to go swimming. She's great. Janice is great. Yeah. We do need more of her though. It's a bummer when she gets eaten. So those are the two ones from Deep Blood that I have. Um, All right. So in Cruel Jaws, we have Vanessa. (gasps) Who is the worst? Vanessa sucks. She's so so pretty, but she sucks so bad. She's so mean. She's the main like scientist guy, Billy. She's his kind of girlfriend sort of. But she has this little tantrum. Like the sheriff comes to ask for his expertise because he is literally a marine biologist on these shark attacks. And she has this tantrum because she's like, the fish are always going to come first. It's like, people are dying, you stupid bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's like, why, aren't you, why won't you, like the sheriff comes to their house yeah. and is like, I need to talk to him. And she's like, well, you need to fuck me right now or I'm, or it's over, yeah. basically. Like, go what... find the tallest skyscraper and jump off it. <laughs> and then she storms out. God, she sucks. And she immediately goes to a bar and picks up Billy's nemesis, Ronnie. Yeah. Tries to hook up with like the worst guy in the movie. Yeah. And then shows up the next day to to be like, everything's fine. I'm still going to babysit this girl. Yeah. And then the I don't like that the girl is still friends with her. The Susie, the little girl. Yeah. Well, I have some issues with Susie. You know what I realized? What? Su- okay. Susie's this little girl. She's probably what, like eight? Yeah. And the whole story is that she got in this car accident and she lost use of the lower half of her body. So she has to be in a wheelchair. Here's the thing. The very first time you meet her, she's doing this trick. She's in the water with the dolphins and she's doing that trick where you spin and the dolphin spins yeah. both with your arms out. She's faking it. How can you spin oh. with your arms out of the water if you can't move your legs? And you're literally watching her hold her arms out of the water and spin in a circle. And I mean, obviously her legs are moving when she's doing it. You can see them move. But that's that's a very specific thing to include, knowing that there's like there are a lot of dolphin tricks you can do. You didn't have to do the one that is, requires them to move their legs. So yeah. yeah, Susie's fucking faking it. Wow. Susie can use her legs. Susie. Gosh. Susie might suck. Susie, you're canceled. <laughs> Susie, you're fucking Can you canceled. cancel a seven-year-old? I feel like you can. I don't know. I also just don't like that she's still okay with Vanessa. After all that shit. Here's the thing about Vanessa. Vanessa is so beautiful. Mm-hmm. She's so pretty. And I absolutely would have like let Vanessa ruin my life. <laughs> like I yeah. like. I mean, at one point, I definitely de- later on got to a point where like I could recognize the Vanessas and would yeah, be like, like no, 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 you're poison. I can't be around. And I'm not. I realize that sounds kind of like misog. There's like misogynist undertones to that or whatever. But like, I know what my. You know what I mean? No, fuck that. Vanessa sucks, and people like her suck. Yeah. And they, uh, no, I'm not apologizing to the Vanessas of the world. No. But yeah, I get it. Yeah. Vanessa cannot get away with it. And she doesn't. (laughs) 
No, spoiler alert. She does not. <laughs> yeah, no, she she's gets, not get away with being shitty. She's so shitty. Yeah, no. So Vanessa, I feel like, is out of the running for Babe. Agreed. Especially when you consider the other Babe competition she has in this movie. So the other ones in this movie are, you have Gloria, Ronnie's sister. Who's just great. Yeah, she's, she's delightful. Great. She, she's so adorable. And then we have Glenda. Who is, that's, we've arrived at it, my Babe. Is Glenda my, your babe? My babe. Oh my god, my Glenda's my babe too. I fucking knew it. That's the only choice. Okay, uh, well, so I was really convinced you were going to go with Gloria, either of the Glories, but especially this movie's Gloria. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, because of her relationship with Bob and because she's so sweet and cute, but Glenda is a babe. Here's the thing. I love Gloria and I love Bob. Mm-hmm. And I think that if this were a homecoming king and queen situation, or even a prom king and queen situation, yeah, it, it would be Gloria it would be Gloria and Bob, and Bob in a yeah. f- it would, no fucking contest. But it's it would not. Be it's Babe of the but Beach. But it's not that. It's Babe and Hunk of the Beach. And I'm sorry, this is not for Gloria and Bob. No. I love them both. But there's something where it's like I don't think Gloria needs to be Babe of the Beach. No, but Glenda no. Glenda does, <laughs> and she deserves it. She absolutely deserves she it. She walks into every scene. Like she just belongs there and owns it and loves it. Yeah. And not in a way that like ever stomps on other people. That's the crazy thing is that she, she kind of has this aggressive attitude, Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. it it doesn't, it doesn't stomp on people. There is a moment where she says something shitty to Billy about when she's like, she kind of taunts him about what Vanessa's doing. Oh, right, right. And it's, and it definitely is meant a little cruelly, Mm -hmm. but it's also just kind of like, you know, you, you, you had to learn Billy. You know, yeah. like she's just teaching you a lesson. Judging by the way that she is so sex positive and that she completely is, she, I think she's bothered by Ronnie going for Vanessa, but there's sort of just this kind of like, well, fine, whatever. You know, yeah. this is not the first time that he is hooked up with Glenda and then gone to some other woman and then come back. She even makes a comment about that. Like, well, he gets with every girl. Yeah. And well, she's totally fine with that. So I think you're right. I think she is just trying to teach Billy a lesson that like, this is just how the beach works. Yeah. And she <laughs> might even be when that's happening in the process of like trying, trying to, to hook, hook up, up with, Tommy. With, with Tommy. That's the other thing about Glenda is I think that she would be in a throuple with- or more or more like yeah. i think you know what i feel like even a thruple would be too much parameters for her yeah. it'd be too defined for her it'd be too many rules that's you what know? i mean she's like fluid she I, just wants to flow from whatever to whatever absolutely like glenda 100 understand like she's like her thing with ronnie is just like yeah he's hot and we fuck and he fucks other people all the time and yeah. whatever and so do i and yeah whatever so do i we don't own each other it's it's yeah. cool glenda's like an anarchist <laughs> she totally is and i and i and i love it i love her i love her hair i love her every outfit she wears mm-hmm. is oh, top every out- fucking every outfit is great her swimsuit we're gonna do a whole swimsuit thing and she might win that too she might because she's because she she also wears a lot of different swimsuits i want to see another movie with her in it and well the actress is in another movie called dark queen okay is she the dark queen in it i don't think so but i want to see this movie just because she's in it sky sky palma her name is sky palma which is name. such a great name. Yeah. And I and I want to see this movie Dark Queen just because she's in it. And I just want to pray that she plays the same character. <laughs> like I just want more Glenda. Want more I Glenda. think she's just fantastic. Just all around. Glenda's my babe. All right. Glenda's babe of my the beach. babe too. Glenda's the babe of the beach. Well, then let's move on to the hunk of the beach. God, there's so many more hunks. This is going to be a problem, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it kind of is. I think we're going to fight about it too. Oh, God. Okay. Well, let's start with Last Shark. Oh, man. Are we going to, so is this just going to be every, well, okay, look, I'm, I'm not even going to, I'm going to skip over people that I don't think even are nominated, right? Like Ned is not a part of this. Ron Hammer is not a part of this. There's one scene where I consider Ron Hammer a part of this. 
And it's the only scene in the movie where I consider him a part of this. Which scene is that? Actually, there might be two. The one where he's describing the the shark to the room of people. Oh, and he's wearing that great fucking he's sweater. That amazing sweater. Oh my god, it's doing, so good. He's doing these like hand gestures. He's like a, it's a little swishy, you know. There's a yeah. little bit of you know theater queen to it. And then he loses his shit with his hat. He takes his hat off and he's like thinking about how fucking awful sharks are, and it's making him so mad and sad at the same time because Vic Morrow doesn't know how to not do this intensely. Yeah. And um, there's that. And then the scene where he's like talking about how he's going to blow the shark up. But yeah, otherwise, yeah, I feel like he's not part of the hunk contest. I, I like how I'm you were calling me out on going through every man, and I was like, no, I'm not going to do that. And then, I immediately- and then you immediately derail me and go through... Okay. Okay. That's the only one. Now I'm now I'm good. Just okay. just cancel everyone. Disqualify everyone. Okay. So Billy Joe is obviously a contender. He's the curly haired blonde. Yeah. Yeah. You like those curly hair. You like blonde curly hair. I don't know where you're getting that from. <laughs> Definitely not any of my exes. <laughs> Uh, would you include Peter Benton? I would. Okay. I would right. definitely include Peter I accept Peter it. I, I don't think he'll win, but I accept it. No, but I, I just, he he needs to be in there. And what about Mayor Wells? Here's the thing. I think he's sexy, but he's not a babe of the beach. Or, I mean, he's not a hunk of the beach. Here, yeah. Okay. So here's the thing. Mayor Wells, I think might be the most attractive man in this movie. Maybe in all three of them. He's a contender at least. Mm-hmm. But yeah, ba- hunk of the beach doesn't fit for him. No. I don't think he's in the hunk of the beach conversation but he is very attractive which is why he gets away with the shit he gets away with and peter benton i feel like actually might be the same way now that you mention it yeah i agree i think it's really just billy joe i do think though that his name is the crassest reference in any of these ripoff right. movies to peter to peter benchley because <laughs> um, he's a writer he's a novelist he's a novelist who has a lot of knowledge about sharks yeah <laughs> <laughs> would you include mike mike patterson absolutely you would. Okay. I would. All right. I mean, if, Billy we, were Joe doing, and Mike. if okay. we were doing a hot or not alive, Mike Patterson would be a cold storage. But this, this is, is not that. Bad. It's not that. And his windsurfing tricks are pretty sweet. So I, I think Mike Patterson's in the competition. Okay. He's not going to win. No. He's got no shot, but he needs to be up on the stage with everybody else. Okay. So then in Deep Blood, we have the four main boys. We have <sighs> Mickey, John, Alan, and Ben, which out of those, I would say... Alan's the hottest. He's the hunkiest. Yeah, yeah. You could I, ar- I, I, somebody could argue Ben, and I would accept that. Ben and Alan are the two. That's yeah. it. Uh, and then in Deep Blood, you also have Jason, the bully. Who I think belongs in the competition. Yeah, he's yeah. part of it. He's not going to yeah. win, but he's part yeah. of it. I think he's about on the same level as Alan and Ben, but not quite. And then that's it for Deep Blood, right? Uh, wait, actually... I do want to point this out. He's not part of the competition, and I couldn't even find his name. But man, that hot cop. You know what I'm talking about? The one that the sheriff is always like, take off those stupid sunglasses. The sheriff is always so mean to him. Like, he just <sighs> randomly is like, shut up. <laughs> He's you know, a hot cop. He, he is a hot cop. He's it's so true. hot. And I can't put him in there. I mean, I ethically, I can't put him in the competition. But he's also not at the beach. He, I don't think you ever even see him at the beach. He, and he's never in a swimsuit. No, you never he, see him with his shirt off. The only time that even imply that he was at the beach, as far as I can recall, is when he picked up the kid whose mom was eaten. Yep. <laughs> and uh, brings him back. Poor kid. And uh, Yeah, and the sweaty, shitty sheriff is always yelling at him. Yeah, <laughs> he is hot. He is, he is he's very so hot. hot. He... Might be the hottest guy in that movie. Yeah, but but he's not. A, he's no. not a hunk of the beach. And the guy that Janice is seeing also isn't. You know anything special? No, I mean not. Not worth 
talking about. Yeah. All right. So then in Cruel Jaws, we have Billy, the main character ish. <laughs> um, <laughs> Who is, I mean, he's a dork. He is such a dork. Would you, would you put Dag in this competition? The owner of the, the dolphin show? The Viking? <sighs> he's kind of a daddy. He is kind of a daddy. He's got the hand. What do you call that? The like Hulk Hogan. The Hulk Hogan mustache. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I feel like he's, he's in there. He's part of it. Yeah. yeah. All right. And then you have Ronnie. He's so hot. He is really but hot. But then he has that weird chin. <laughs> like, okay. Uh, I don't yeah. want to like obsess over people's like facial features, but he's got that like Mac tonight moon person chin. <laughs> totally. It almost looks prosthetic at times. Yeah. But he is, yeah, he's very hot. That might be why he's so hot, too. Who knows? Yeah, I would agree that yeah. that definitely increases his hotness. And then there's his friend Tommy, who's like, meh. Tommy's meh. Yeah. I mean, he's in it just because of, you know, the nature of the competition, but he's yeah. not going to win. No, he's not. And I, then we have... Well, there's Francis, the sheriff. He doesn't, we're not he doesn't putting him rank, there. No. Yeah. I think the only one left is... Well, there's two of them. There's Bob and Larry. Who's Larry? Larry's Bob's friend. Oh, fuck. I forgot about Larry. Jesus, Larry. Wait, are they brothers or are they just friends? I can't tell. I don't know what all the relationships are. Yeah, I feel like Larry might just be like hired hand for the... For the dolphin? Yeah, for the dolphin show. Like he might be a trainer or something. So Larry and Bob. Oh, I forgot about Larry. That makes this so much tougher. Yeah. Okay, so I'll just I mean, go ahead. Bob is objectively it. hotter than Larry, but but Larry's rougher than Bob, and yeah, I it's dig true. that. But honestly, yeah. okay, I just gotta say, it. Bob is my hunk of the beach. I knew it. He is I so hunky, and like from the minute I saw him on screen, I was like, yum. Okay, b- mine is Jan. <laughs> no, it's <laughs> not. Shut Jan. up! I didn't even mine say him. Jan. I know, but he's still in my list. Jan what? Is, Jan is Jan is my hunk of the beach. Because okay. he's traumatized. Oh my god, you're so weird. Bob's got those like thick, kind of pouty lips. He's got the one earring. Yeah, Bob is. He, Bob he's is great. like got the darker complexion. Do you know who Bob and Gloria remind me of? Who? Bobby and why can't I remember her name right now? Twin Peaks. Dana Ashbrook and Machin, uh Oh, Shelley. Shelley. Yes, he reminds me. They oh remind yeah, me totally. Of Bobby and Shelley from Twin Peaks. Because Bob definitely has that soft bad boy yeah look. exactly you know he's a soft bad boy soft. he's like kind of like sal in night of the demons mm-hmm. and gloria is like shelly in a lot of ways it just feels there's like this just earnestness to her this innocence this like want to do right but don't know how kind of thing and the stuff they say to each other is so fucking weird their dialogue with each other is the only like they're like the only truly original scenes in this film because they're not like ripoffs from other scenes in other movies. Right. And they're not forcing this like weird ski school narrative forward. Right. You know, the like slobs v snobs. Right. It, it's meant to be just sort of this endearing romantic yeah. conversation. But it's also like the words they're using are deep and bleak. And they're saying like, they're talking about kind of like Gloria just out of nowhere says that so Eric shit about like you know the futility of the things you want or something like right <laughs> and it's just it's out of it's nowhere so weird they're i mean their performances are not good in these scenes but they're so pretty that you don't mind yeah and there's something weirdly appealing about how kind of off 
the delivery feels. I, I don't know why. It just it imbues I, it I mean, with this I would, like, supernatural quality that I really like. I would argue that with a lot of scenes in this movie, with a lot of the characters, <laughs> not just those yeah. two. Yeah, but with those two, it's like that's the Lynchian stuff. Like yeah. that's the like, oh God, there's something deeper at work here. Okay, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. So you would agree with me that Bob is the hunk of the beach? It feels weird to give him that crown without giving Gloria the babe crown. Yeah, but this isn't homecoming or prom, like you said. Yeah. Plus, I feel like their love will survive it. Yeah. <laughs> like they really care about each other. So, like, Gloria will be fine with not winning Babe of the Beach. And, and then Bob I'll... will probably not even be showed, you know, he'll, he won't even show up to get crowned because no. he'll be off with Gloria. And I feel like Larry would be the second. Yeah, I can see Larry being, yeah. Larry's so hot. Larry will accept the award on behalf, on of, behalf Bob. of Bob. Yeah. Okay, so we got our hunk and babe of the beach. Do you want to talk about swimsuits? I always want to talk about swimsuits. So let's do a little <laughs> swimsuit competition. All right, so what do you want to do first? Do you want to do female, like bikini? I think we just do, it's a co-ed competition. We co-ed, do a, okay. Let's do a co-ed competition top three. Or, I mean, you probably got a lot, you got a lot of pictures, huh? Yeah. So I'll just, I'll just say this. The men's swimsuits, specifically in Last Shark and Deep Blood, are so fucking cute. I want all of them. Like, Last Shark has these very, like, 70s colors and styles to them, like, er 70s, early 80s. And Deep Blood is very late 80s, early 90s in that it's, like, too many patterns, too many colors all, like, arguing with each other. And it actually works somehow. So a lot of the beach scenes, you mostly, because especially because it's a... A regatta, mm -hmm. you know, in, in Last Shark, you see a lot of male swimsuits and you don't see a lot of female swimsuits. Yeah. So I just kind of wanted to give a shout out to some of the like the cute swimsuits that you see on men. I love what Mike Patterson is wearing. Yeah, Mike Patterson's outfit is amazing. Bit, yeah. I also love Billy Joe's yeah. yellow outfit. Yeah. And I don't yeah. like yellow, but that is fucking cute. Right, like here's the deep blood swimsuits. <laughs> Like they're so busy they and are. loud. Oh my god! In, they're in so... such a such a fun, beautiful way. I w I would wear both of those. Yeah, it's Mickey's... Allen's and Mickey's. Mickey's suit. is really something else. I probably had that swimsuit. The problem is we can't really talk about the swimsuits in Cruel Jaws because they are all designed to imitate swimsuits in Last Shark and Deep Blood so <laughs> that they can match so they the can underwater match. footage. Yeah. Wow. You know what? Let's do these in order. Okay. Yawns. Yawns. Uh... Okay. Jan is just wearing... I'm going to go swimming. Just like uh, light. What, a, what a pain in the ass, he says. That's what he says. What a pain in the ass. Uh, Jan's just wearing like basic pink. Like light, light pink. You yeah. Know? So, okay. So you love... Mike Patterson, he's got a great outfit. So does Billy Joe. Uh, then there's the, obviously this amazing sequence in which this woman that Andy already referenced. I'm she, in love with her. I'm just in love with she her. She has, what, one line where she's like, let's go swimming. I'm going for a swim. Who's coming? And then just takes off running. And then it's a 10-minute sequence all in slow motion of her running towards the beach and then other people joining her. And the shark. You see what the shark's up to. Yeah, and the shark is just... In the ocean, just kind of swimming around. This whole sequence is so pointless. It is. Because it is... Okay, here's the thing. It's just her and then a bunch of dudes behind her all jumping in the ocean and then coming back out again. Yeah, they come Nothing back Nothing happens. And it's cut so weird. You think that, like, there's a little bit of you where you're watching it where there's a little part of you that's like, wait, are they running out of the beach because they know the shark is there? Nope. They were just done no. swimming. Yeah. They went in for, like, a minute and then came out. And the shark just happened to be going into the area at the same time, kind of. Yeah, not even close, though. Like, but not I just, even coming from I them. love this woman. I'm going for a swim. Who's coming? And then just takes off running. And it's, it's, it is slow motion, so this sequence She's takes forever. It's like 
two minutes before she even gets in the water. Yeah. Because it's, it keeps cutting back to the shark, too. Well, she, she, she has this towel with her, and she's running with the towel. Yeah, and then, and then throws just it. throws the towel. And her her bikini is... It's great. It's so great, but it's also super skimpy. Yeah. There's hardly any material on it, so immediately, like within a few seconds of her starting to run, her tits are just popping out yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah. The top is not covering anything no. anymore. It's just with her. It's just <laughs> along for the journey. I love it. I love it. I love her. But it is really cute. Yeah. <laughs> so great. That's my, fa- I mean, that's my favorite. That's yours? Swimsuit in okay, the movie. Although it's like that or any swimsuit Glenda wears or mm. also this is cheating, but Janice. So I think she is wearing a swimsuit under her skirt and top. Yeah. She has like, I mean, even on all of her, um, bartending or like waitressing scenes she has like shorts over a black one piece mm-hmm. um speaking of one pieces i just want to give a special shout out to the the mother who gets eaten at the beginning oh, of God. deep blood it's a great suit yeah she's great yeah and it, it really so she's wearing this I light blue love it's like a sky blue shirt and it she, she has this like dark red hair so i love it, her hair so it's much so great yeah. the, the the colors really work well off of each other yeah and then she gets fucking eaten yeah that is a great suit. So we already talked about the the guys of Deep Blood, their 90s suits. And I then, like Katie's suit. Katie? You know, Jan's girl. Oh, yeah. It's cute. It's cute. It's fine. It's just, you don't really get to see much of it because it's at dusk. It's blue and white. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Um, okay, so let's just talk about Glenda's various looks. So the first time you see Glenda, she's wearing this bikini that's, it's a pinkish red, right? It looked like it could be red or a deep pink. Okay, so then our next set is when Glenda's wearing the black shorts, and it looks like kind of like a brown and tan striped top. Also super cute. And then the final look of Glenda is just the one she goes on the boat with at the end, which is just sort of the white bikini. Yeah, but it's like, it's so simple, but like, man. It works really does well. Does Glenda wear it well? Glenda wears everything well, though. Glenda That's the problem. Glenda wears everything well. I actually think my favorite bikini might be Vanessa's, though. It, I, yeah. As much as Vanessa sucks, like, that's a cute fucking outfit. It really is, too, with, like, the little wrap. Yeah, she's yeah. got a, a matching wrap to go around. But Glenda's is also so, like, early 90s, like, music video. Yeah. And here's the thing about Glenda's looks. The shorts. All of Glenda's looks are very non-aggressive because she knows she just doesn't need it. She doesn't. You know? And that almost almost makes it work more. Mm Mm-hmm. They're understated because she just rocks them. I might be fine awarding a swimsuit award to Vanessa. I mean, Glenda got babe. Mm -hmm. I just really don't. Vanessa sucks. Yeah, but that is so much. It's a cute combo. I mean, my vote's always going to be for Janice. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) If if it's not Glenda. So uh, my vote then for swimsuit competition? Mine is always for the girl whose name we never get. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then Janice. The slow mo runner. The slow mo runner. Here's my vote for swimsuits is Mike Patterson and Vanessa. You know what? I'll give it that. You know, yeah. I mean, I know in my heart who my winners are. But <laughs> So you're fine giving up the trophy to people yeah. because you know who the real winners are? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Okay. Look, Mike Patterson should get it for sure. That's why originally I was like, we should do a top three. Because I was like, I want I want both Janice and the I'm going for a swim who's coming girl. <laughs> Can we just call her slow-mo girl? Slow-mo girl. Do you want to just give it to Slow Mo Girl? I mean, it is a cute swimsuit. I mean, it's not very functional, though, obviously. The minute she starts moving. Form over function, Philip. Is that how this works? Form over function, Philip. Okay. okay. I just like, I just, <laughs> F O F P. All right. So, Vanessa, she can be the runner up. 
<laughs> I love how official this is. Like, if we were, what if we were actually judging a swimsuit competition right now, and we were like, "Oh, her," and then she comes up, and we're like, "Actually, maybe <laughs> yeah. not. Maybe this one instead." Yeah. Uh, we don't like your personality, lady. We're gonna give it to this other woman. <laughs> oh, but what about this other girl whose name I don't even know? Sure, she wasn't even on yeah. stage a minute ago. She wins. <laughs> Congratulations, honey. This is how look good for the boys competitions work. This <laughs> yeah. is how the summer beach house goes. Yeah, and I'm just <laughs> sucking on a cigar the whole time. Yep. <laughs> and sweating. You know what? We might change our minds later. Yeah. You know? yeah Next we week, can... we might just take all those trophies back and rearrange them. Yeah, don't fuck with us. We'll take your trophy <laughs> away and give it to somebody else. Vanessa, you little shit fucking little asshole. <laughs> Look who's here. It's the little fucking assholes. Okay, so then let's just go ahead and start giving out awards for best lines. <laughs> just give awards to everyone. Yeah. Who okay. wants an award? All right, so best lines. Quotes of the beach. Beach talk. Beach talk. <laughs> this is beach, beach talk. talk. This is beach talk with DJ Bill Hoyt. Oh, Bill Hoyt. I love his jacket. It's great. W- Bill Hoyt's D- the DJ who only appears in the first scene of Last Shark. WSGA, Bill Hoyt. He's great because you want more of him. Every scene in this movie, I was like, when are we getting Bill back? Yeah. That guy that's he's like- He's so great. He, he makes such a first impression and then never another one. He's the first voice you hear in the movie. Yeah. And well, he, minus the woman singing Hollywood Big Time. Okay. Which, Hollywood Big Time. What a time. great song. I, you know Making what? Maybe I'm going to make a commitment. I'm putting it in insane. right now. <laughs> Right now, we're playing Hollywood, Hollywood big, time, big Time, and you're listening to it. By either Yvonne Wilkins or Amy Stewart, depending on who you believe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Great song. Great intro. My favorite one isn't even Hollywood Big Time. It's uh, We'll Fly Away. See the lights shine bright. Hear the sound. The one with the barbecue scene, where there's that amazing oh. shot. That rack focus of the couple with the guy playing guitar, and then it rack focuses through the barbecue grill. That's so great. To the guy who's working the grill, who's just wearing a jacket that says jogging on it and has a stick figure jogging. What a great jacket. Side note, I've been telling Andy for a long time, because in my household, we tend to watch things with subtitles on for a lot of reasons. Uh, So it's just sort of a default setting. And I've always told Andy that specifically Amazon Prime and specifically movies like this that are on Amazon Prime have such terrible garbage subtitles. And this was such a great example of that on how bad the subtitles can get. And and some of my favorite examples, so in Hollywood Big Time, the opening song, what is the line? Maybe a cupcake driving you insane. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Maybe a cupcake driving you insane sure i'm tattooing that on me so my my other favorite from last shark towards the beginning jenny gets knocked off the boat into the water (laughs) and i don't know what exactly she's saying but the subtitle says i'm a boat dang it dave i'm a boat i'm a boat (laughs) jenny i'm sorry you're not a boat honey (laughs) here's the thing jenny can't stay out of the water (laughs) jenny keeps getting knocked into the fucking water Jenny her, should not be on boats. It's her thing. It's what she's good at. Oh, poor Jenny. Don't take that away from her. Uh, take a leg away from her. Well, that does happen. No, oh, poor Jenny. Sorry, Jenny. Okay, so back to yeah. beach talk. Beach talk. So in Last Shark, when they find the chomped up windsurfing board of Mike Patterson's, the line is, well, it wasn't a floating chainsaw. Yeah, I even wrote down my list of best things a shark attack was definitely not. <laughs> and I've got an explosion. Yeah, it definitely wasn't an explosion. In parentheses, fishing with grenades. Uh, Speedboat propeller. (laughs) 
Transatlantic Ocean Liner, and of course the winner is Floating Chainsaw. <laughs> it definitely wasn't a floating chainsaw. <laughs> but my award for best beach talk of Last Shark is when they're getting ready, when the Quint character, Vic Morrow's character, Ron Hammer, and Peter Benton are getting ready to go to dive for the first time, and he sees that Hammer is he's loading up the he's thing with the dynamite. dynamite. He says, what are you going to do, blow yourself up again like in Aruba? <laughs> <laughs> I still think maybe my two favorite lines from Last Shark are from William Wells saying, there's no one to blame now. (laughs) After the shark ruins the regatta and everyone's yelling at him and he just like immediately, first thing out of his mouth is, there's no one to blame now. Right. What a deflection. Yeah. What a great deflection. Okay. So moving on to Deep Blood. I know, I I think I know what your favorite line is. So before you do that, I want to, I want to just give a shout out to this line. Yeah. Where very shortly after your favorite line, the character, the side asshole, the side bad boy. Oh yeah. You know, the hot, the hotter one than Jason. Like they're at the bar. Oh yeah. He comes up and his order is two vodka with Jack Daniels straight up. (laughs) Like what? (laughs) That's not what's straight up. Also, did you just order two vodka? <laughs> Singular, Jack two vodka Daniels. with Jack Daniels. And then my favorite to that is that the bartender responds with, what kind of diet? Irregular. Irregular. And it's like, what the fuck? He didn't say anything about soda at all. <laughs> yeah, right. And then he gives Jason two cans of Coke and says, take your Cokes and get out of here. <laughs> yeah, right. It's like no one in that scenario has ever correctly ordered or <laughs> delivered an order at a bar. You just say what you want and you get what you get. Two vodka, Jack Daniels, <laughs> straight up. I'm sorry. <laughs> what? Do you want the vodka in the Jack Daniels? But best beach talk I mean, of Deep Blood Deep is... Deep Blood's best line has got to be Jason walking up, seeing all of these friends from, you know, their reunion and going, look who's here. It's the little fucking assholes. <laughs> <laughs> look a... who's here. It's the little fucking assholes. The little fucking assholes. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of good lines. I like the sheriff, um, the sweaty, shitty sheriff. When his little speech about Vietnam. Okay, he's trying to make these friends feel better that one of their friends just got eaten by a shark by telling this Vietnam story of of friend he lost. But it, what was his summary of that? It was something really fucking weird. It was like... It was like, in war, you lose a lot of people, but this was different because he was my friend. And it's like... And that's it, right? That's that's him trying to relate to these people. Yeah. And there's like this awkward silence, and then everybody's and, just like, uh-huh. And then Jason says... He says something shitty, I can't... It was like, you're going to be all right there, Sheriff? Or Is that all you wanted to say, Sheriff? He's the Jason says something shitty. He breaks the silence with something shitty. Right. And everyone laughs. It's so weird. It's such a weird scene. I just remembered though, my other favorite line in Deep Blood. Oh, okay. What? When they're at the cemetery and Alicia and Evie are being weird. They're like Evie's like, How long is Mickey gonna stand at John's grave? Which is like, that's weird. maybe give him a minute, you yeah. know? And then Mickey says, It's weird, he doesn't even have a grave. Presumably because his he body's eaten by not a shark? in the grave because yeah. it was eaten. And then I can't remember which one of... It's either Alan or Ben. One of them says, there's a lot of people that don't have graves. What? <laughs> <laughs> people trying to comfort each other in deep blood does not work. They're they not very good at comforting. Don't have a, a lot. A, a lot, lot of people don't have graves, Andy. <laughs> there's, a lot, there's a lot of people that don't have graves. Anyway, let's go. <laughs> well, think about that for a minute. Move on. Go talk to the sheriff about Vietnam some more. Then you won't feel so bad. I mean, there's yeah. Well, that's <laughs> this is the same movie too, right? Where we 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 meet 
Alan's parents. We we learn that Alan's brother died. Oh yeah, in a yeah. fishing accident that his dad was present for, and his mom even says to him, "Like it's been enough, long enough time. Get over it. Like it's time to move on." Yeah, nobody's good at consoling the grieving in this movie. No. You know what I call that? Boomer comfort. Boomer comfort. That's how boomers comfort you. There's a lot of there's a lot of people that don't have graves. That's what I always said. As a boomer, uh, no more participation. Graves. <laughs> Plenty of people got it a lot worse than you do. Yeah. That's the boomer comfort. We stopped Vietnam. Wait, so your f- your favorite beach talk from Deep Blood is? There's a lot of people that don't have graves. Yeah, I that's, mean, that's it's a good one. Look who's here. It's the little fucking assholes. Is is a close runner up. Is a close runner up just because the utility of it is so. You yeah, can use you can it use that anything. anytime. Yeah. You can't really use the other one very often. No, I mean you can try, but it's gonna <laughs> it's make conversations go well. kind of weird. All right, Cruel Jaws. I mean, here's the thing. I could probably take any line from that movie and it would be my favorite because the dialogue in that movie is so fucking weird. It's just so out there. But some of my favorites, how about when Vanessa, or not Vanessa, when uh, Susie, the little girl, is talking to Dag. And what is the exact line? Which she says, time? When she was like, <laughs> does blood come out when oh a shark God. eats you? Does blood come out when a shark eats you? <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> uh... That's a great question, Susie. Let's find out. Let's go find out firsthand. Why don't you be watching when (laughs) Vanessa gets eaten? Oh, wait. You were. (laughs) So Vanessa does sacrifice herself to save Susie. That's like her one redeeming quality is that she does actually care about Susie. Mm -hmm. And when Susie's in the hospital, which she's fine. Nothing happened to her. Calm down, Susie. You're faking it again. Yeah, Yeah. wait. Wasn't she in a coma? No, she was fine. She was just being... Remember, she's being wheeled into the hospital on a... and she stops to ask if Vanessa's okay. And they all lie to her. They all straight up say, she's fine, sweetie. And then she's, immediately after be like, well, she's dead. Yeah. To, not to Susie, but just like behind Susie's back. It's like, uh, you just lied to this little yeah. girl and you're going to have to tell her the truth. Yeah. Let's talk about Dag for a minute. The dude is a retired whale hunter. Yeah, So right. not a great person, no. that guy, probably. No, who now runs a dolphin show. Yeah, I don't think he should be allowed to be around dolphins. No, or... Or, or kids. Probably not. I really love when Ronnie is beating Bobby up and he says, the world is a bad place, Bobby so boy. That's, that's actually my favorite line in the movie. Really? Yeah, that's okay. my, the world's a bad place, Bobby boy. What a great line. That sounds like something he, Freddie would say. Yeah, and he says it so aggressively. Like Dude, he's just like. It's weird because it's aggressive, but also joyful. Yeah. Like he it's loved insane. that he got. That actor loved that he got to say that. He's been waiting his whole fucking life to say that yeah, to somebody. Joyful's a good word for that. Yeah. It's great. The world's a bad place, Bobby boy. <laughs> I also do really love when Glenda and Vanessa are taunting Tommy just by saying, dick brain, dick Dick brain. brain. (laughs) Like, yeah, what? Another one of my favorite lines in Last Shark was when the shitty TV media guy, when he's talking to his cameraman about like, oh, we got to go get more footage of this shark. And the cameraman's like, you can just use stock footage. No one's going to know the difference. I mean, it's meta. It's them saying, like, we're literally using stock footage for most of the shark footage in this movie. Right. My other favorite piece about that is that while they're saying that, they're watching the footage of Ned getting killed. And it's this footage in which they have this beautiful shot of the shark pushing the boat that Ned was on up into the air. And he goes flying and lands in the water. And then 
a close up of the shark coming up and eating Ned and they're like, Oh, we need more. And it's like, What? Yeah, you, you have probably the best <laughs> footage the that shark. you could possibly get. Yeah. The shark scenes in these movies, there really isn't much in Deep Blood. No. Like Deep Blood has the most disappointing shark attack sequences because it really is just like I don't know, flail around in the water a bunch and we're gonna throw well, some red and what, color only in the three water. People die? Yeah. Deep blood is is pretty underwhelming. Yeah. Even though it's honestly of the three has the most original story yeah. going on. Last Shark, they're pretty good, despite not being great. But, yeah, I mean, for what they were working with, yeah. you know, there's only a few times where it's like, wow, that looks that looks like you just had a like plastic shark yeah. toy that you're moving through the water. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, the shark itself, yeah, when they're just like obviously just throwing this giant shark against something. Yeah, right. <laughs> like somebody's right off camera underwater just like chucking the shark against, against a rock or a reef or something. Well, and uh, okay, so Cruel Jaws. Cruel Jaws, all of the shark uh, attacks are all stolen. All of it, yeah. Not a single element of shark in that entire movie is original. Yeah. All right, I think we can wrap this all up. Our oh, shark week. I've got more things. More things? I yeah. thought we only had one more thing. Well, I wanted to say this. Which one is it where they talk about discoing till dawn? That's Cruel Jaws. Cruel Jaws. Billy talks about discoing to dawn. I love that. Yeah, that's great. I want to disco till dawn. Speaking which, of which, dis- I, here's the thing. Knowing Billy, I don't believe that he do- he does. I don't believe that he's ever disco till dawn. Billy doesn't. I mean, it's 1995, so the very fact that he's saying discoing till dawn, it just means like he doesn't know what he's talking about. Yeah, right. But I want to say you can't disco till dawn. And you can't really have a proper beach house because you can't party at the beach house if you don't have proper fucking summer jams. Oh, and these movies summer jams thing. are full of summer jams. They really are. There are so many great summer jams. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what's the song of the summer? What's the official anthem of Shark Week I mean, at the beach house? My summer anthem for Shark Week is Hollywood, Hollywood Big, Big Time. Hollywood Big Time. Of course it's Hollywood Big Time. Hollywood, which you're listening to right now. Hollywood, look, Hollywood Big Time is great and it's fun. But I think Last Shark Alone has so many songs it in it. It has quite a few jams. But I think my favorite of The Last Shark is We'll Fly Away. I love that song. I don't know why. It's just It just seems a little like groovier hollywood big time it's a cool summer jam i think for like a week and then you get real tired of it because it's very like here's the thing here's the thing here's the thing andy is that you would have been listening to what is your choice we'll fly away we'll fly away on the beach in your own world in 1981 and i would have been on like fire island doing a bunch of cocaine having a lot of great sex jamming out to hollywood big time I, I, just, I feel like Hollywood big time. It just it it has an edge to it where it gets kind of crazy, where it just seems like yeah, manic. It's a, it, yeah, that's exactly the scene I just described. Yeah, but like a lot of drugged up sex on it just fire. Reminds Island. me of when that part turns when that party turns sour. You know, oh. when when the walls start closing in on that party. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like coke paranoia. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Hollywood big time makes you think of coke paranoia. It really does. Okay. That song really makes me think of cocaine paranoia. I don't know why. Okay. Maybe because it's called Hollywood Big Time. But We'll Fly Away just seems a lot more chill. Okay. And like a lot more like, yeah, we're having a good time. And then my other, my favorites from Cruel Jaws. Mm-hmm. My favorite one is Bad Attitude. Which is a 
song that's playing when they're in the bar when when yeah. Vanessa tells yes. Billy to fuck off and jump off a skyscraper. Yeah, and, and tries goes to go out hook to, up with Ronnie. Yeah, and Glinda just is like, "Fine, I'll go to Tommy." Yeah, for the night. Yeah, why not? <laughs> yeah, so that's bad attitude. Yeah, which is great. It's like your fucking like, yeah, mm-hmm. song. Your fist pumping by Jeremy Renzia and David Rhodes, I suppose. Mm-hmm. And then all you want to do is just dance. song that's at the regatta and that's doug perkins and steve gumas i guess i don't know that's what that's what the information i found says and it's fun it's great yeah Yeah. it's it's a good beach regatta song it's a good beach i'm stealing all your footage of a regatta song all your regatta footage are belong to us (laughs) (laughs) and then of course there's the star wars song yeah (laughs) the star wars music that that's But I think this constitutes a pretty good summer jam playlist. Yeah, it's to, great. To bump at our beach house. Yep. You know what? We're starting a summer beach house jam yeah. playlist. Yeah, hopefully the rest of these weeks we're gonna we'll get more stuff like this. Mm-hmm. Really quick, I do want to give out a shout out. I don't know if this is an award. We can, I don't know if we want to call it Chekhov's something or the I mean the the ineffective woodsman award. But I want to recognize Briley. From Last Shark. <laughs> yeah. Who's wearing, I mean, look. Anytime, oh my God, his outfit. Anytime a character shows up in a Canadian tuxedo, I'm in. Uh, denim on denim. Denim on denim forever. And and not only is it denim on denim, but on the back of his denim jacket is this sort of like, it's, it's an eagle shape, but it's sort of like an uh, it's like a abstract eagle, yeah. but it's made out of feathers. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, it's feathers. Okay, it's feathers. That is interesting. It's fascinating. That is interesting. So he's our secondary bounty hunter type that's there to kill the shark. Who seems to be employed by Bob Martin, the TV guy. Yeah. I feel like it's heavily implied that that's who calls Briley in. Yes, it is. He's got this great hat. I think I should call. We should call the award the Dick Hollerin Award. Oh my God! Yes, because he shows up. You think he's gonna do something, and then he just fucking dies in the dumbest way. Not only does he show up. And you think he's going to be a badass, but then he like shows you his special weapon. Yeah, he which has is, a gun designed for this. It's a specially designed shark killing rifle, and it yeah. looks so cool. Yeah, it looks like a cool like spy weapon, and it's like the stock opens up and has these special bat bullets that he's mm-hmm. like, this thing will fucking open up a tank. Yeah, and it's like, oh man, this dude. But of course, you know, anytime you bring. An overpowered, I can save the day woodsman type character in. He's got to roll a nat zero. He's got to fucking roll a critical fail. And that's exactly what happens to Briley. Yeah. What happens is the shark somehow separates a piece of the dock that he's on from the rest. That they're all on. Like most of the protagonists are on. Yeah. All of the characters happen to be on. And it's also like, why are they on there? They know that this plan is in motion. And, And starts to drag it out to sea. Yeah. And immediately, the very first thing that happens when this gets separated is that Briley falls down and his gun falls into the ocean. His gun falls into the ocean because the cameraman, who Briley, at least twice in the last scenes where he was communicating with Bob Martin, at least twice Briley is like, just keep your cameraman out of my way. Like He addresses the problem of the cameraman a couple times to be like, just keep him out of my way. And then what happens is the cameraman falls into him and knocks his rifle into the fucking ocean. <laughs> and Briley goes, my rifle. I lost my rifle. And then uh, when, he's, 
when he's in the water with the shark, he just goes, I don't want to get eaten. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't do a thing. He does nothing. Not one thing. He shows up and he says, I right, look at this cool fucking gun I got. And then I don't want to get eaten. Which is but even line. as this dock is being carried off into the ocean by this shark, he has no helpful information to depart. No. He doesn't help any of the characters. All he does is he, just... He does grab Gloria. Gloria's about to like fall in and he like goes... Or she's falling okay. towards the side and he grabs her and brings her to him and the others. That's right. Okay, that's right. He yeah. does. He so does he, do that. He does do one useful thing. Before he falls in and gets eaten. Before he falls whole, in whole, and completely. says... I don't want to get eaten. And then, and gets, then eaten. gets eaten. <laughs> and his poor jacket. I mean, that's the real tragedy. Yeah, there. his jacket gets eaten with his him. His jacket gets eaten with him, and you're just like, oh, man. You could have left that for somebody. So, yeah, I wanted to recognize Briley. I wanted okay. to give a little shout-out to Briley. Right, the Dick Hollerin Award for Shark Week goes to Briley from Last Shark. All right, so we have one final award to give. Look, if there's one thing you know about Jaws, <laughs> I, can't, I guess I can't say that. There's a lot of things you know yeah, about a lot Jaws. Of things. A big part of Jaws, and, and we've seen the reference made a lot in the last year, rightfully so, yeah. to the character of Mayor Vaughn. Yeah. We just had a whole year of seeing that like most of our politicians are Mayor fucking Vaughn from yeah. Jaws. So Mayor Vaughn is, at best, an ineffectual politician. At worst, he is actively working against the common good. Yes. And so we have created the Mayor Vaughn Award. Because what is a Jaws ripoff? If not with, having ineffectual leadership. Without an authority figure that fucks everything yeah. up. And that's why we've created the Mayor Vaughn Award. The Mayor Award. Vaughn Award. For authority figures that go for what is in their best interest over the best interest of their constituents. Right? Is that how you would describe it? That's a good way to put it. Yeah. yeah. And these movies are full of them. Yeah. I even was wondering, like, well, do toadies count? Do what? Toadies. Like, hench people. You no, know? I, I wouldn't. Yeah. So, like, Ned Rosen's out. Yeah. And I don't even remember the name of the actual mayor in Cruel Jaws, but it's it's funny because in Cruel Jaws, the mayor is kind of positioned as this sort of like, I don't know. I think he counts. It's Is it Bill? It's, oh no, it's the mayor in Cruel Jaws. Yeah. God, his name is really good. What Are is you it? ready for it? Yeah. It's Mayor Godfrey Jefferson. Godfrey Jefferson. <laughs> <laughs> but the mayor in Cruel Jaws in particular is such a weenie because he's yeah. basically he's basically subservient to Samuel Lewis, exactly. the, the real estate developer. Yeah, yeah. who is like in, if we're talking Jaws too, he's like Len Peterson, but he's so, the one in charge. What I would say about this award is, I feel like it can go to positions of authority. So it, can, it can also go to sheriffs as well. Oh well, yeah, no, I mean one hundred percent. Chief William Cody from Deep Blood is in this running. Okay, well let's let's lay out who's in the running okay. for this award. Okay, the, the contenders. So from Last Shark, it's Mayor William Wells. Mayor William Wells. I also think Bob Martin is part of it because he's the, the shitty press t- guy, the TV guy. Because but he, he doesn't have a lot of authority. No, but he's, you know what he's like? He's like Paul Reiser's character in Aliens. Because he even straight up at one point like puts the cameraman out on the dock and is like, okay, I'm going back to the van. And then runs back to the van to watch everything happening. He is absolutely shitty. And I get that he is a conduit for information, but he at the same time is not the one that is actively making policy decisions that influence the safety and well-being of the people in this community. Yeah. He's just kind of watching shit get fucked up and like not helping. He's also just like active. I mean, he's profiting off of this. You know what I mean? Like he's. Yeah, but that's different. I feel like that's a different award. We can always have a Burke award. Yeah, you know, for yeah. people who are trying to profit off of tragedy. Yeah. 
but that's not this award. You're right. Okay. So in the first one, it's really just Mayor William Wells. Well, there's also Paul. The I gu- swear to God, I'm going to drown you. No, I know. But look, okay. But <laughs> Paul is the guy that kind of, he in a way sort of represents the mob ties stuff. He seems to be vaguely pulling Wells' strings. Oh, he's the one bankrolling Wells. Yeah. He's the one that's like, you're going to need to take the fall Yeah, for but in the, at the end of the day, Mary Wells is Wells's the one. Call. Yeah, it was yeah. his call. So we have Mayor we Wells. Mayor Wells. From the first one. Okay. In Deep Blood. There's a couple. It's Mayor Barrett. And then Chief William Cody. That's his name? Yeah. Yeah. That's why they he makes the Buffalo Bill joke, because that's literally Buffalo Bill's name, William oh, Cody. Oh, okay. Okay. And he's the sweaty one. He's the sweaty <laughs> Vietnam <laughs> like, vet. He, all he does is sweat. The entire movie, he is constantly yeah. mopping up sweat from himself. Okay. And then in Cruel Jaws, it is the Mayor Godfrey Jefferson. Yes. And, and then, I don't know if... Well, okay. We can add the sheriff, but... Does I don't he have think, a name? I don't, Francis? Francis, that's right. Francis Berger. I don't think he counts. No, because he is constantly trying to do the right thing and being cock-blocked And this is the it. thing about Cruel Jaws is that he's Brody. He's yeah. Sheriff Brody. Yeah, for sure. And Dag is Quint. And Billy is... Richard Dreyfuss. Richard Dreyfuss' character whose name is escaping me right now. Matt Hooper. Hooper. Mm-hmm. Matt Hooper. So, like, they're all analogs for those characters. He's a little more of a hero figure. And it's weird because none of these, I think short of Samuel Lewis, none of these guys are really represented as, like, being as evil or as, like, I should say cowardly. Right. As destructive via cowardice. But Samuel Lewis is the other guy. Here's the thing. Samuel Lewis is the one at the forefront, but he's also, the mayor is making the calls. And the mayor is being subservient to Samuel Lewis. So, but the mayor's the one that's going to go then turn to the public and say, this is what's happening. Yeah, but I also think that that's why Samuel Lewis is the problem. Yeah, but can you really s- say that he is eligible for the Mayor Vaughn Award? Because he's Have not the mayor. Have you seen the way he sucks on those cigars? I mean, it's Absolutely. gross. It's, suck- it, it's, it's, it's awful. It's so disgusting. Here's the thing. Every time someone is asking the mayor something or giving the mayor information, he's there. So he's the one that's really in charge. It's kind of like, do I think Dick Cheney deserves the Mayor Vaughn Award? Yes, absolutely. And to me, I see Samuel Lewis as like a Dick Cheney. He even kind of looks like Dick Cheney, actually, a little bit. Yeah, but here's where that analogy falls down is that Samuel Lewis is not an elected official. You yeah, know? But I, don't so, think, I don't think you have to be an elected official to get a Mayor Vaughn Award. He's still an authority figure. He's still like a leading member of the community. You know what I mean? Yeah, but all of the scenes of him that we're seeing are behind the scenes in public the one who is going to be making these statements like we've seen the influence Dick Cheney has in politics because he is part of that administration, whereas Samuel Lewis isn't part of that administration. And so there's the public face of it. The media discussion about it might discuss Samuel Lewis's influences, but it wouldn't include any of those meeting. But minutes. the cheerleaders are chanting his name because it's it's a corporate sponsored regatta. Yeah, but I, that's what I'm saying. I think, I think the acknowledgement that he is in charge here is made publicly. I get where you're coming from, that it's not official, mm-hmm. but I also feel like we know he's the problem. Like Je- He's like the Jeff Bezos, you know, to the mayor's, I don't know, Biden. It's that kind of a thing where like he's right. still and, uh, the evil piece of shit. Yeah, but the person getting blamed and I targeted. Guess, I guess it really is the mayor's fault, though, for not just saying, hey, no, you right. don't get to be in charge. Because even Samuel Lewis is in is indebted to the mob, which is a, by the way, it's just it's a plot from the Jaws novel that was originally going to be in Jaws too. That yeah. cruel Jaws for some reason was the only one that decided to do it to take the mob plot. But that's the thing: if you put Samuel Lewis in the running, then you have to put the mob in the running, and then you have to put 
uh, the guy who bankrolls William Wells in the running. Well, it's I like the puppet mas- The puppet masters are not what we're talking about. Yeah, sure. Samuel Lewis, you're off the hook. Wait, wait. So I'll, even though I think he is the worst one of all of these movies, he is the worst figure. Mostly because of how he sucks on those cigars. It is That's truly your unnerving. Only reason. It is. It no, is. It's not my only reason. He's a piece of shit. He's a monster. Because here's the thing. Okay, William Wells in The Last Shark, as shitty as he is, mm-hmm. he does like take security precautions. Like he does more than the mayor in Jaws does. He actually puts a net out and puts up fencing. Well, I mean, and he also literally takes a helicopter up and tries to fish the shark himself. Yeah. He also, even when he's asking Ron Hammer what he needs, Ron Hammer's like, uh, eight, bo- eight boats. And the, and Wells is like, I'll give you 10. Mm-hmm. So he's already like over delivering. Yeah. I mean, what's expected. Mayor of. Wells was never going from last shark was never going to win this award. Yeah. Although here's the thing that I noticed with Mr. Wells, the last interaction he has with his son is he slaps him. Yikes. Literally the last thing he does to his son oh, is slap so him sad. in the face. And then he goes and gets killed by a shark. Yeah. And his death is fucking great. It is. It's fantastic. It's so good. He gets yanked into the ocean by the shark because he's trying to fish him. Yeah. He's, he's trying, trying to, to fish, fish him the with a helicopter. I don't know. Mayor Barrett sucks. He's running for governor. So is William Wells. They're both yeah, running for governor. Running for governor. He's not a good dad, that's for sure. Um, William Wells' whole thing is like he's charming. He's an attractive, yeah. charming piece of shit, and he makes people like he says like I expected more of you and stuff like that to people, mm-hmm. which is just really gross and manipulative. His hair is great though. Mm-hmm, it's great. Also, the thing about Wells is he does have that line where he says I've gotten out of worse spots. To that guy that's bankrolling him. And that's the part where it's like, oh man, you have done some awful shit. Because if you're saying that you've gotten out of worse spots than this, you're a problem. Right. Like, what are those worse spots? I don't know. Who do you want to give the award to? Because like, Wells is painted as a much more complex character. Right. It wasn't Wells. No. I mean, there's points where it's almost like he's a protagonist in that film. But he also is really shitty. Yeah, but he's trying to be effectual. Yeah. And my whole thing with this award was that it's like somebody being completely ineffectual. I think it's maybe William Cody. Here's my thing. I was originally going to give it to Mayor Godfrey Jefferson because he doesn't do anything except bend to the will of Samuel Lewis. Yeah. And if we're talking about authority figures, to me, I get that politics and business in our world are no longer separate at all. Yeah. But like, I get a lot more mad at the politician than I do at the businessman. Yeah, because it's the politician that ultimately should be standing up yes. to this shitty business. Like, that's right. the thing. With Jeff Bezos, I fucking hate that guy more than I think most people on this planet. But at least he's clear about what his purpose is. He yeah. wants to make money it's, and it's, more money and exa- more money. Exactly. It's the senators and the representatives right. and the governors and the president. The people who, who are being be bought. no to you, yeah. you piece of shit. Right. It's like the city council members here that sold out the fucking defund initiative. You guys are the fuckers that need to be saying no to these pieces of shit. Right. You should know better. So I think you're right. Godfrey Jefferson probably should get the Mayor Vaughn Award. I do think Chief Cody is still a strong contender. One, because of that fucking poster he has up that's like reelect Chief Cody because he's too lazy to get a real job. <laughs> Which is like, don't, you don't, this is copaganda. Don't you think you're being cute with me, you piece of shit? Mm-hmm. He's also just bad at everything. That's the other thing. Right. He's so ineffectual. And he, sweaty. And sweaty. <laughs> and he has that whole speech about Vietnam and the, the kids are like, one of them says, we know you mean well. Mm-hmm. Literally says we know you mean well to him, but he's Man. just bad at everything. When he goes and tells John's dad that John died, that scene like we don't hear in the uh, any of the 
audio from it because music's playing over it. But like just his body language is so fucking inappropriate. He's like leaning against the ladder with his hat all cocked sideways and just like, well, you know, your son died. Got eaten by a shark probably. Anyway, okay. Uh, bye. And just walks away and you're like, wow, you shouldn't have this job. You shouldn't be doing any of this. Mm-hmm. He's just bad at everything. But I think you're right. I think Godfrey Jefferson is probably the worst. Because, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Samuel... William Cody's at least trying to do a job. Yeah, we, not... know, we know you mean well. <laughs> yeah. So Samuel Lewis is always going to be Samuel Lewis. Like, Godfrey Jefferson, in, in scenes, you can tell that he clearly knows that he's making the wrong choice, but he's making the choice that is in his best interest because of Samuel Lewis. Yeah. No, I, I agree with you. Godfrey Jefferson, you're the fucking Mayor Vaughn Congratulations, Shark Week. you got the Mayor Vaughn Award. All right, does that conclude Shark Week? <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, I think so. It's just weird. I just feel assaulted by these movies. You know how much meat we saw in these movies? A lot of meat. Last Shark alone, there's like four scenes of people like putting giant slabs of meat on a hook. So much meat. So much meat. Man. Well, I hope you had a good time at the Look Good for the Boys <laughs> Summer Beach House with Shark Week. Yeah, look, we got we got to see some babes. We got to yeah. see some hunks. We got yeah. to listen to some jams. We got to... We got to judge some swimsuits. Yeah. But hey, you know what? Next week... It is all a party. It is. This week was a little stressful because we were dealing with some sharks. <laughs> Which, next week is going to be so smooth. I thought we were doing more sharks next week. Yeah, it's a summer of sharks. <laughs> summer of sharks. Shark summer. Yeah, sharks are stressful. Yeah. Italian yeah. sharks even more so. So stressful. Especially when they're shot in the south because there's a lot of Confederate flags. There are a lot. It's an of uncomfortable flags. amount of, I mean, look. One Confederate flag is an uncomfortable amount of Confederate flags, but these movies have multiple Confederate flags in them because they were shot in like Georgia and Louisiana and fucking Florida. Yeah. So next week we're going to decompress at the beach house. So it'll be fine. It'll be great. Nobody's going to die. No. I feel like. What? Nothing. You feel like what? I feel like someone's going to die. Why would you think that? Because you said it won't happen. I am saying emphatically as an authority figure at this beach house, Everything's fine. Oh, there's a red flag. No one is going to die next week. <laughs> you know what? I trust you. Okay, cool. Yeah. Cool. You got my vote. Let me just go talk to this uh, real estate developer, <laughs> friend of mine. So here's the thing. Next week, don't forget your towel. Don't forget your cutest swimsuit. Don't forget sunscreen. Yeah, you're going to need that. Lots of sunscreen. Yeah. BYOB. TTFN. And bye, good luck. <laughs> yeah? Yeah, bye, good luck. Okay. Bye, good luck.